We come now to the 15th broadcast in Proverbs 31, beginning at verse 28. We're going to try to close out this study in Proverbs 31 today. We could, of course, take it a little bit longer, but I think it's about time to wrap it up on this 15th broadcast. We've been looking at the many-sided, the well-rounded wife, the woman, as Hebrew says, the Hebrew says in verse 10, of many parts. The woman who, who realizes that God has given her varied gifts and is willing to develop all of those gifts and use all of those gifts to the glory of God by blessing her family through them. Here is a woman who does all kinds of things, and I'm not going to sum them up anymore, but she's doing them all. And God's commending her for being well-rounded, for being a woman of many aspects. Now we turn to verse 28. Not only does God commend her, but listen to verse 28. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband too, and he praises her. I want to tell you that's, that's one of the greatest rewards of all. When the children come around someday after they've, they've grown and they've got their own families going, and they say to mom, mom, you know, you were a wonderful mother. You were just great. I learned so much just from the way you did it. Sure, we had our problems, but, but boy, you were, I don't know how I'd ever make it now in my own family if it hadn't been for you, mom. You were tremendous. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And I like this about the husband. Her husband, too, and he praises her. Awful lot of husbands who have good wives, but they never take out the time to praise their wives. Just a word to the husbands if they're around here today. You take out time to praise her. God commends it here. You take out time to express appreciation. You take out time to tell her not only that you love her, but that she's been a good wife, that you appreciate this deeply. Here, listen how he praises her. You read what he says in verse 29. Many daughters have done nobly, but you transcend them all. What's he saying? He's saying, honey, you're the greatest. There are lots of good yells around, but boy, you're the best of the bunch. You know, when a husband speaks that way to his wife, that's encouraging. He's going to get more of this good stuff that she's doing. If he doesn't say anything, maybe she's going to get discouraged after a while. and Some of those efforts that she's made may slacken up a bit. Now, that doesn't excuse her. If he never praised her for the rest of her life, the Lord's going to say, well done, you good and faithful servant. So that doesn't excuse her, but boy, it sure places a big temptation in her way when he never bothers to say anything, never expresses a word of appreciation or praises her or anything else. But I'll tell you, when he does, when he says things like this, honey, uh, you're, ju- you're the greatest, you, you transcend them all. I'll tell you, that that's a kind of boost like nothing else can give to a woman, isn't it? Isn't that right, wives? Sure. Okay, well, your husbands ought to get at it. And uh, you make a great lemon meringue pie for them, and, and uh, all they do is just uh, kind of slurp it up, and then blah, burp all over the place afterwards and never say a word of thanks. They're not going to get another one. But if, if a husband says, uh, oh, that was really a great lemon meringue pie, honey, and then two days later, he, you've got guests over, <clears throat> and you hear him, overhear him in the other room, 
describing that pie to Bill, his friend. And he's saying, Bill, you know, this lemon meringue pie that my wife made, it, it, it stood about four inches tall, two inches of lemon and two inches of meringue on the top. And, and that meringue, it, it, it was just done to a turn. There was just that little golden brown coloring around the edge. And it had those little clear beads sitting up all around that edge, too. And, and when I took my, my fork, I, it went down through the meringue, shh, without any obstruction. And and then it slowly uh, it, it bounced just slightly on the on the lemon, and then then the lemon was firm but yielding, and down it went through through the lemon and to that flaky crust which crushed underneath of it, and oh the flavor I can't begin to tell you. what a great lemon meringue pie this was. His wife overhears him describing that to Bill in the the next room. Two or three days later, he's going to get a lot more lemon meringue pies. A husband who's smart. Uh, will praise his wife, and a husband who cares will appreciate and express that appreciation to her whenever the opportunity arises. Now verse 30 is very interesting. At the end of all this, we read, Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who reveres the Lord will be praised. You know, there are a lot of women who put all their trust in clothing, hairdos, how beautiful they look, how lovely and charming they can be. That isn't what really makes a woman acceptable in a husband's sight. You know, husbands really care about these other qualities far more. And these qualities really can be summed up as the writer does here in this. A woman who fears or reveres the Lord, she will be praised. There isn't any woman who really loves Jesus Christ and who really seeks to serve him and in her life develops all her gifts in the service of Christ and uses them as he directs in the home according to this passage who isn't going to receive praise. If she doesn't get it from her husband and children, where she is probably going to get it, she'll get it from neighbors and friends around and she'll surely get it from the Lord. And I'll tell you, that's what really counts when the Lord says someday, well done you good and faithful servant. Even if your husband never praised you again, or never does, or never will, you know God knows and he cares. And it's the Lord Christ whom you serve, wives, not really your husband, but when you serve your husband, you serve Christ. Charm, no, that isn't going to do it. Beauty, no, it passes. These things are deceitful. You think you've got something going there? No, you've deceived yourself. The wrinkles will come soon enough. All the spots and the specks will start to appear on your face. All that, even the hair may fall out. Listen, charm and beauty is passing. You fear God, that's what counts. And then finally, the last verse. Acknowledge the product of her hands. Let her works praise her in the gates. In other words, she's going to get praise not only from her husband, but she's going to get praise from others. Here's this wife who's just made her husband a new suit. Let's say she's got one of these new stretch suits she's just made on her new on her uh, on her uh, singer sewing machine, and she's made him one a complete outfit, and it's 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 really sharp and it's new. And he he walks down to the gates where he sits among the elders in his new suit, and all the guys look and they say, "Hey, hey, that's quite a suit you got there, Tom. Well, that's yeah, that's our hey, what great right? Where'd you get that?" He says, "My wife made that." Hmm, your wife made that. Hmm. Our wives don't make things like that for us, but her works, what she has made, you see, 
will praise her in the gates. The word gets out about a woman like this, and other people begin to know, and other people begin to notice, and other people begin to praise her, and she begins to be an example for others in the community. How wonderful if you could be that wherever you go and wherever whatever you do as a Christian wife and a Christian woman. Lord, we pray that you will make many of these women good examples in wonderful ways. We know, Lord, that what we've studied here is not easy, but it's the only path to joy and fulfillment in the Christian life for women who have families and husbands whom they must love and whom they must support for the honor and glory of Jesus Christ who loved us and died for us. In his name we pray. Amen.